Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to the five-year plan podcast. Hey. 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 Pod two forty-six, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing board. You need go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector. Okay. Ooh. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. Never heard of them, mate. Never heard of them. How? Or or or. I will. It's the man himself, the man that puts the J and the C into JCIS. John Curran. Great to be back. That was a terrible intro. Um, Kevin Day? Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm having my yearly wobble, as you'll find out later. But I oh, just, it's good. very sweet watching JC mentally trying to decide whether he should join in with, the, with a K or not. <laughs> <laughs> whether he should endorse the other project. His, his head was going towards the microphone and back. And eventually it's like, I'm okay. Um, and uh, what James Edicott? Hello. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good. Um, Are you as mischievous as you were last week? Not quite. No, I'm a little bit. Um, yeah, no. I don't no. remember you being mischievous I just, last week. I, I think I was those, just. Uh, I think I, I blocked sharp. it out. You've got those. I was quite sharp. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, mate. One unlike, minute into the pod, unlike the mature, childish sense of humour that we have. <laughs> right. Um, he was right though. It was a sticky situation at Everton. Get, I told it, you get out of the way. Get out of the way. Anything else? It was. Well, no. I'm just saying it was a sticky game. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear what's going to happen on this pod? Yeah. Yeah. Part one, we're going to talk about the Everton game. Uh, okay, all right, that's, good, that's good. Sticky. <laughs> Seriously, I will bleep them out <laughs> if you keep doing that. Um, part two, we're going to have questions from our listeners. No. Interesting. Um, and part three, we're going to talk about uh, Palace playing Spurs oh. at home so next three, Monday. So it's a three bit parts. Of, yeah. So it's almost like past, quite nice idea. present, future. Does that work for you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Are, are the three parts, are they all kind of stuck together? Is it sticky? It can be, yeah. yeah. No, f- it's the sponsor. <laughs> the, sponsor <laughs> the sponsor wants them stuck together. He gets them stuck together. Yeah, whatever you want, John, to be honest, mate. If you've got suggestions during the pod, you just you just roll with it, yeah. John. It's you can do whatever you want. I know I do. It's basically <laughs> your pod. Um, let's start then with the Palace's uh, game at Everton uh, on Saturday. Oh, um, and obviously the reason we're doing this pod on the Thursday rather than straight after the game or on a Monday or Tuesday because there's no game this weekend. Mm. So we figured, oh, oh well, you know, we'll leave it a few days. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Just also, in case anyone's listening that's wondering. I understand there's another pod you do straight after a game as well, didn't you, apparently? Yeah. Oh, probably wouldn't be able to We've all been on it. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you've been on it, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> um, so, Palace lost 3-1 at Everton. Um, 
How do we? How do you feel about it? Because honestly, these days now, I avoid like Twitter and Facebook after the game because uh, people do sort of have a meltdown. I've, I thought Palace weren't great, and obviously results didn't go our way this weekend. But you know, there's still a long way to go. How are you feeling about it, Kev? I um, I didn't realize I did this until Andy Street pointed it out to me, and it's slightly sinister that he knows me this well. But I I, I have a wobble this time, and <laughs> I, I had my wobble last weekend. I, it was like, oh, that's it. Everything's going wrong. We're going down. It's just, it's just frustrating. It's just another short-term injury to Sacco. Three avoidable goals against an Everton team that are not. Yeah, they're, they're, in normal seasons, you wouldn't expect us to go to Goodison Park and come away with something. But they're not a brilliant team at the moment. They didn't have to work that hard to beat us. And you know who missed his usual plethora of chances. I'm still trying to work out Andy Streets. Maths and statistics, but I was just one of those. Yeah. And then I read that thing in the Independent about you know last time we won without Wilf, September two thousand and sixteen, yeah. and their theory that we had the weakest transfer window in the Premier League. But then, so it's, I, I have a wobble every year. I mean, every logical part of me says we'll stay up, and I can work out the points that we'll get. But just at the moment, I feel with the three games coming up and this constant dripping tap of injuries. It's just a bit annoying. But in terms of the injuries, I think Roy did say that for Spurs, which is obviously yeah. <clears throat> 10 days away, we should have Sacco back, hopefully, I think, and Martin Kelly as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, there's a few coming back. I love the way how we're championing Martin <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. Oh, that's it. We're, we're staying, it's come to this, hasn't We're it, staying up. <laughs> and if much is fit as well, then we'll be, we'll be ready. Well, that's a bizarre thing. The Croydon advertisers out of the blue suddenly had a thing saying, is, is Jordan much the answer to the... the the question you think it hasn't got what because then, then I started checking news and Twitter to think well who else is injured it's like, put him, it's like no whatever happens he's not the answer to any question except who's the worst player we've ever signed but well I mean last week we were, we were talking about Chungy you know as a, yeah. as a, as a potential yeah. um, obviously didn't didn't feature well, I mean let's, talking about the game itself James yes uh, the defending for the obviously we got to half time and it was 0-0 mm-hmm. I'm doing alright but the, the, that first goal after half time and then the next one as well in fact all three of them well, the I, defending was not good I only watched the highlights through through my fingers <laughs> right so you know and it was yeah and from all accounts it was appalling I didn't I didn't review it too much Jim cool okay I, I, I couldn't because it's like I've we, we all have that wobble that Kev's talking about I just you know I'm not quite I'm, I'm not quite weebled yet <laughs> okay <laughs> are you wobbling uh, JC um I I'm kind of standing on top of a plinth wind <laughs> coming towards me and um I, I think that after the first half I thought you know what that's a really good performance by mm. Palace uh, as Kev said Everton didn't look like they were going to really hurt us. Um, I thought we coped with them really well. And then the first goal, we should have cleared. Second goal, if you actually look at the goal from, you know, 30 seconds before the goal, Ward lets the ball run across him, which puts it into the corner. And there's the first mistake. Mm. And then there are two other mistakes and then the goal happens. So it was was just so annoying. And then it was heads down. There was no way... Are we, are we a bit more frustrated, though, because this is a place that actually we haven't lost at since we come up. And so it's actually, we have a good record here. Well, so in a way, psychologically, we're thinking, oh, maybe we might continue that run. Well, I think it's because it's also the fact that we've, we've you know, up until the weekend, we'd only lost, what, twice in 15 games. Yeah. And we felt like everybody around us seems to be having a sort of worse time than we were. And we were very slowly but steadily. It was points rather than three points. We were slowly just keeping up there. I just think it was like... 
that brick wall that keeps being further and further away suddenly was in our faces. Mm, yeah. And it's just like, oh, right, okay, is this, is this the beginning of something? Mm-hmm. And I think as Palace fans, there's always that moment where you think when we lose something like that, you just say, oh, God, I can't face this. But I think there was that frustration as well, which we alluded to in last week's pod. You know, you look at, you look at the players Everton brought in in the window, you know, Walcott and Chenkin, and you look at their squad, it's just a, you know, I'm Everton fans are complaining about their squad this season, but it's just a much bigger, better, deeper squad than Definitely. we've got. Mm. And Nias created one, scored one, and that's a player that we had in our office with the pen in his hand. Mm. And that's, you know, even if he's not very good, if we had signed him, he wouldn't have, we wouldn't have lost against Everton. So it's kind of, it's just, it sort of highlighted things that we haven't done particularly well this season. But I mean, on the plus side, as the independent said, it's almost a miracle that we are where we are anyway. The first seven games, the injuries, but yes. It's just it's a frustrating. We, we we have these frustrating times every season, and like James says, it comes off because you kind of you get used to get. I think even if we play badly, you think I oh, will still get a point. Mm. Yeah, and even when you go go down, you think that's all right. We always go yeah, go yeah. down. There'll yeah. be a change here, and that's I think that upset everyone a little bit because there wasn't that reaction that we've had in the past to go in a goal down. Yeah, but I mean that's something that's new under Roy this, this yeah, season. And you know, also yeah, Fossey mentioned it turns out isn't the potential centre back. No, but uh, that was a, we knew that. That was yeah, a last minute. But we had no choice but for him to play there because our squad's so thin. So there you but go. It's, I mean, it's, it's, the squad it's, is it's thin. a dragon eating its own tail. The squad is thin, but it's, it was 10 injuries, you know, yeah, and you can't yeah. legislate for okay. that many. That is still a lot. Or, even, or even if can you, got, you? Or can you legislate for it? <laughs> well, you know, I you're only know. allowed 25 in the squad. Yeah, but I'm talking about the, the amount of injuries. I mean, is it, should we be looking at why we all getting this injured? I mean, you know, there's Maybe. always that question that comes and up. And what also you said, this, you said there's only 25 in the squad, but you've got two players in Much and Lee who aren't going to feature full stop. So why the f***ing hell are we still got them? <laughs> I don't you know, do I don't know. know. So, yeah, it's so, a fair so, point, yeah. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's an issue with the club. Yeah, there are there is an issue with the squad. There's no point denying it. And there's... We have had a, a particularly unlucky run of injuries, but some of them are also very short. To, it's like it's, yeah. you, you, you accept that Bakary Sacco's out, Scott Dan's out because they, they hurt themselves, but then Sacco's out for, for one more game again. So somebody else is out for one more game. It's like, well, why does that keep happening? It's like, well, if he's not fit, don't, don't, play, don't him. play him until he is fit. Yeah. If he's going to play one game and then miss two, what's the point of that? And it's, yeah, it, luckily, the last two results, the Southampton result and the West Brom result were... Slightly better, but, but you know, seeing Huddersfield play like Barcelona and Newcastle, as predicted by um, Hopkins looking to Cohen on a Saturday night yeah. with his, with his fortune-telling tweet. Actually, I mean, just picking up on that point, I watched Huddersfield and I watched Newcastle, and their strikers ran down every single ball. Yeah, yeah. right. And that's something yeah. I haven't seen our only striker doing yeah. this season. I've seen our standing striker do that, yeah. but not our only striker. So the thing that's important, how many players do we have in the squad before the transfer window? Mm. We had 24, I think. Yeah. We didn't have 25. You know, and I'm thinking, well, there were signs there. Why, why didn't we have a full roster? Well, we've still, we still only got 24, I believe. Because the, the theory was at the start of the season that we were leaving one space free for three transfers. We forgot to buy a player. That's <laughs> what happened. We forgot. We, we didn't So, you know, much as we love the club, how unprofessional is it to not even fill the 25-man squad when we got a weak squad in the first place. It's beyond unprofessional. Well, I think the thing that looks like a really yeah. bad decision was that the person we let go after the jan- uh, summer yeah. transfer window was our backup goalkeeper yeah. mm. because we wanted to create space for another striker. Yeah. Which we and got. then yeah. uh, our, our backup goalkeeper, Speroni, gets injured and we have to play a 19-year-old on the, yeah. on the bench. So that is looking like, I think, or, or, in hindsight, a very poor decision. Or we're scouring the world like a role-playing game looking for a, a, a goalkeeper that's out of contract somewhere yeah. in, in South America. And that's, that's not professional. That's not how a professional football club's run. 
Simple as that. There's no, yeah, there's no point we keep saying, oh, well, that's Palace, good old Palace. But no, it's, it's, it doesn't, it it's, doesn't seem like we've learned anything over those sort no, of five well, years of being in the Premier League, you know, which is, yeah. you know, and we've, we've got one of the most experienced managers in the world, probably, you know, at Palace at the moment, who's obviously doing some good things, but maybe everything around him is still in the Championship. I don't mm-hmm. know, possibly. I think there was one thing about the five year plan. Pod extra after the Everton game, which I thought was the what, the what now, uh, <laughs> uh, which I thought was re- really helpful, uh, and that was by Andy uh, Adam Sells. Yeah, and he he said Ju- some Ju- looks after Julian. Yeah, yeah he looks after Julian. He's got he's a goalkeeping, got his own goalkeeping kind yeah. of brand and stuff. And yeah. um, he, he 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 spoke about you know you've got Lee on the bench, right? And he said this is going to be unpopular, but if he's a winger, he is a ball carrier. Yeah. Right, and we don't. We only have Townsend in the team. Yeah. He's a ball carrier. Mm. Then you put a number nine out on the wing, and he he referenced Pete, it's like Peter Taylor playing Scowcroft out on the wing. Yeah. And when oh, he yeah, said yeah. that, it's sh- I shuddered because <laughs> I remember how bad that was. Right, and then I started making me think about how many games this season, even when we have started chipping away at points, have we been playing players out of position? Mm. And a lot of those games where we've gone one nil down, we've had to change the tactics in the second half and then push Wilf yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, and it made me just think, you know what? We don't have the luxury. We can't play MacArthur. We can't play a number nine on the wing. You just have to go, we lost. Why didn't we play Lee? You know, yeah. we're going to, you know. Yeah. And I think we've come to that stage where we we need to kind of think about playing those players in the right position. Yeah, I, I've said it before in this pod, I don't think Chung is a bad player at all. And oh, I think I. in yeah. the right circumstance, and I believe now is that circumstance, yeah. he should be playing. And like JC says, he, he is a winger. And we need, we need, we need wingers. And Sorloth, who we might as well come on to now, obviously made his debut. Tricky, cr- tricky game for yeah. your first game in yeah. English football. Yeah. And I think he did, very, everyone can agree, he did very well. Like he played well. But it's a tough ask to put, ask someone like that to go and play out, out on the wing at Goodison Park. I've, the, to close the Chogi conversation, I think Hodgson doesn't think he works hard enough or he can defend. It's simple as that. I mean, we saw that at Burnley. And Hodgson needs players that first and foremost will, will put their shift in. And, he, you know, we've already got a luxury striker. We can't afford to have a luxury winger who's not who's not mm-hmm. challenging back, who's not doing the work. So I, I guess that's the reason why he's not in there. Because I, I quite agree with, with, you know, needs must when the devil drives and we haven't got a natural wide player. So do you not think, do you think Chogi doesn't do that? Doesn't do the... He doesn't really. He's not. It's not for the want to try, and it's just that's not his natural role in life, is it? And he's not physically very strong, so he's not. He's he's a player that you know, he's not going to get back and help the help the fullbacks basically. And that's what Hodgson probably looks for. Well, we bought him as the number ten, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Point, and yeah. he was the best player in the championship when yeah. we bought him, yeah. right? So that 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 we have to kind of think about yeah. that. He's clearly a, as a well. useful player, but then that makes you wonder why he's not. I mean, the Sherlock thing. I suspect I've got a feeling that he will probably start instead of Benteke against Tottenham. You think? Yeah. Instead of yeah, do you think the time the time has come then? The time that time we didn't have someone to replace Benteke, but the time now you've got someone who can. The time just for his own sake, just for his own confidence, because he's missing chances that he was scoring. And the thing is now, in the past couple of games, you can't use the excuse that he's not getting the service because he has been getting the service and he's he's been missing. He's been missing the chances. I think, I think maybe freshen him up, maybe get him off the bench as an impact player uh-huh. possibly or, or get two up against someone who's very bad is there an argument is there an, well I mean we don't unfortunately have the luxury of those next three games anyone yeah, bad coming yeah, up yeah, is there an argument this is me playing devil's advocate that um, Benteke is getting into the right decisions he's, he's uh, sorry getting into the right positions he's getting the chances it's better than a, a striker not getting anywhere near 
Enemy's teammates are disappointed about that. And they, but I only say that because <laughs> no, I only no, say no, that. I'm going to tell you what's disappointing about <laughs> that. One more thing. I only say that because what? Roy keeps mentioning that in, in, his, yeah. in his post-match. What's disappointing about you saying that? Apart from the fact you turned up at my house with a soy chai latte, <laughs> which is lovely. Right, but it's <laughs> so, that's the sort of thing Robbie Savage drinks, and that's exactly the sort of thing Robbie Savage would say. Well, oh, he's getting in the position to miss the chances. That might be the most horrible thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. But it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's. It's. You know, the, the first thing you expect of a striker is to be in the position to yeah. take the chances. The second thing is to be in the position to score them and yeah, I'm, I'm fully aware of those people in the pub who have said to me well you wouldn't score them if you were playing I wouldn't because I'm not a professional footballer exactly. in the same way that Benteke couldn't close a comedy store on a Saturday night <laughs> yeah, yeah it's horses for courses but it's like I don't, you know, it's, <laughs> close but for the most yeah, but for but you know, it's like he's everyone's patience is wearing. Even those people, and of course, we all make excuses for him. He's clearly not a bad player, but he's having a bad season. As simple as that. And now, beforehand, we didn't have anyone to replace him with, and now we have. So let's see I how think, that works. I think what Kev's saying is, you know, it's it's. I think the time has come to stop. We've we've been so nice about him. Yeah. And we've just been giving him chance after chance, week after week, just going. You know, we, yeah, literally. Me, meanwhile, everybody around us is just slagging him off. Other supporters it's, and other clubs, and we're just like going, no, 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 no. It's everybody's just angry. We need to sort of look at ourselves a little bit. He says, well, yeah. "Why, you know?" I mean, I'm not saying all this. And John has just been shouting and bawling at him since uh, September. <laughs> we, we do try and represent. Sometimes we do try and represent both sides of the argument on this yeah. because there are two sides of the argument, as you can see from Palace fans. But we've been saying since October that you know he'll get that lucky goal and then it will come good, and it's, and it's not happened. It's not. Happening. It's February now, and it's just not. He scored two goals. None at home. Milivojevic has scored five goals more than he has. I know he's a penalty taker, but he scored five goals more yeah, than he has. Yeah, but Benzinger had a penalty. He couldn't even score that. So, I think against, it was either against Newcastle or Burnley, he, he chased down a player and closed them down. Yeah. And we all stood up and it was, <laughs> it was, like, it was yeah. like, this is amazing. What yeah. a player. And then I thought, well, Cameron Jerome did that every single game. Yeah, Chirac Fraser. did that every single yeah. game. right? And, and the thing that then he scores against West Ham and it's his second goal this season. And he does a kind of staged celebration. Mm. And that, that celebration goes around the world. That's branded, yeah. right? And I'm thinking when Wolf scores, he tries, but he can't because he's so passionate. Yeah. He yeah. goes mental. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He goes absolutely. Yeah. He scores his second goal yeah. and he does this ridiculous celebration instead of going that's for the palace yeah and i'm wondering this is i've been thinking about it this week right? you I, 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 you. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, woke, I woke up my wife at four in the morning going, i'm really there i'm really there with this theory it's the world cup coming up right right and i reckon i would be wouldn't be surprised if Henri goes you your place is in the team right there there are three or four other strikers yeah, yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be in the squad so is this thing about I'm, i need to prove myself to get that place in the squad or i know i'm in the squad and i don't want to get injured Maybe, yeah, possibly, possibly. It's a theory. It's a, it is. It is a theory. Yeah, I wouldn't thought it'd be. Well, he's not the first two choices of strikers, but he probably would be in the squad under normal circumstances. Yeah, of course he would. But the thing, I mean, the yeah, Man City game, we, we, I mean, he can do it. It was the first half, in particular, the Man City game. He was working really, really hard to the extent that the people, you know, the pundits were. And sometimes, yes, you might say, well, we don't notice that in that game. You do, but the reason we don't notice it is because for the most time he doesn't. Yeah, and if somebody like Serlo, I mean Wickham, when Wickham was playing, he was he, he covered every inch of the. He, he's probably not as good a goal scorer technically as Benteke, but his work rate was so much better. And I, I suspect that Serlo, if you played him at number nine, I suspect the first thing he would do would put that shift in. Just but you it, just want to see something. You see, every other team does but it. It's, every, it's, it isn't the just the players do it. Aguero does it. But yeah, the yeah. thing the, is, it isn't just seeing it. I yeah, think there's there is this thing being, you know, sort of. 
watching this league and this and this the football in this country so you know fans don't like it unless players are running around huffing and puffing and chasing after a ball and it's a little bit of a joke and i can understand that and you see it sometimes but you see it so many times when it actually makes a difference yeah. it makes a difference and there's been so many times this season when we've come in the second half and we've pressured and we've hassled and we've pushed and we've just run after every ball and we've got we've got something out of the game I don't know why something like Benteke just doesn't do that I just don't understand why he doesn't do it you look at Giroud but it's the wrong instruction that can't be an instruction it's impossible to say I can believe I can believe that Pardew told him not to do it because Pardew loved him so much and Pardew's instruction was to get the ball up to his chest as quickly as possible but you look at Giroud and Giroud looks to me like the sort of player who's designed if you if you say somebody who doesn't like football draw what a Premier League footballer looks like <laughs> yeah. and he looks like a proper show pony do you know what yeah. I mean he looks like yeah. he spends more time on his head in the yeah. training ground but first half against against West Brom the other night he, again he's closing the two centre-backs down all the time there's not one moment when their centre-backs have got the mm. time to play balls and how many times have we seen that with with Benteke and it can't be the instructor if it is and it's ludicrous because it's well I mean you know Pep Guardiola built a career on Barcelona high pressing up the pitch yeah, it works for, for Klopp at Liverpool and Dortmund but it worked yeah. for us in the first in the first season here yeah. where we had a striker or two ru- running after and if you watch I mean following on from what Kevin's saying if you watch the Spurs Juventus game oh, this week fantastic. right all the strikers yeah. were running Loads, and running yeah, yeah. and running, you know, as a means of pressure, pressure, pressure. Yeah. And it just made the, you know, and you're thinking, Dwight Gale did it against Man yeah. U for Newcastle. But that's why ovation. we did so well against Man City because we were doing yeah. that. Yeah. But also, yeah. you look at, I mean, that Juventus game is a really good example because you look at Harry Kane, you, know, you look how many times Harry Kane's getting the ball outside the box. Sometimes on the right wing, sometimes on the left wing. He'll mm. he make things happen. He'll go to where mm. he thinks stuff's going to happen. He'll press fullbacks. He'll press all sorts of people and make space for people like Deli Ali to run into. And, and Benteke's just not doing that. And that's, well, I don't understand. That's why the patience is. I, I, don't, I don't understand about Benteke. You get players, and Wilf is a good example of this. You get players who just want to make a difference in yeah. the game. Yeah. So you get players like your Allies and your Canes and and your Agueros, and they, they want to make a difference. They want to be the one that all the headlines about. They want to make a difference. And, it's, and it's, it is a team thing, but it's also their own personal thing, you know, because football is inherently our selfish egomaniacs, mm. and, they, and they want to be loved. That's why I don't get Benteke, why he's just, he doesn't seem to want any adoration from his mm. teammates or from the fans. He just well, seems to exist. What, you look at what an irritant Rooney is as well. I mean, yeah. Rooney's way past his best, but he still must be a nightmare to play against. Oh, absolutely, he's always, yeah. he's always chipping away. He's always well, Glenn Murray. Yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Another example of that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all these players we're talking about are all incredible specimens, like top of their game, very fit. Is an argument that Benteke isn't built for that? Is he maybe not fit enough? I don't know. He's a professional you know, footballer. I agree, I agree, but you know, maybe. It's like you, I was going to say, be like a podcast host, not having a very wide vocabulary, but that would have been. I've proven that's not needed. I, don't, I think the whole thing about he's not fit enough, I mean, whatever, but he's just, it, it's his job. It's his job. I'm just trying to give you other suggestions. No, I know, well, yeah, no, it's fair enough, but. There's I, been no indication from the club that he's carrying a knock no. and he's not missing games. And if he didn't know any better, you'd say there was something in his contract that says he has to start if he's fit, but I don't think there is. But no. it's, there's, I think now there is genuine because Sherlock didn't look out of his depth I think now there is genuine competition for, yeah. for that centre forward play so I'll be really interested but to then, see what, but then what we happened. hear we keep on hearing this but Roy likes to play two up front and you know so I just I don't understand that either yeah. you know it, it's I think what Adam Sells said you know it's like trying to fit something in a, you know that doesn't, doesn't work you know yeah. so 
it's you know what it is it's the whole Benteke situation is very it's just it's just what we get with the whole club at the moment it's just there's just some it's just quite frustrating mm-hmm. and I think and it's all boiled down to if you look at that one player and how we all feel about him as fans I think you just take that to the whole club it's just there's something just oh, and it's, you can't put your finger on it well also I think the Benteke thing ties into the fact that in midfield two of our three central midfielders are knocking on a bit now yeah and haven't got the energy which is one of the reasons I probably would try Chungi because he's he is obviously very fit and he has got boundless energy and enthusiasm and sometimes you do you and do also, that. And, and I understand and also Kev, he will want to prove something yeah. as well he'll want to prove something which I think is yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with what Enders is saying. It, it, it's kind of a shame that in modern football, you have to fans want to see someone mm. kicking people or running around, but you you kind of do because you want to. Yeah, especially no. when it's you know, if Benteke was scoring goals, you'd go, "Oh, well, he's one of those players. He's not going to put a shift in, but he's scoring a goal every two games." But he's not. In the absence of that, you think his own common sense would say, "Well, I need to show the fans yeah. that I'm still." Which he has done. Uh, you've seen it at mm. times. You thought, "Oh, okay, it's happening." It's happening. At times when he. He's like a comic character from the seventies. Like somebody has yeah. to say a magic word to him and get him angry, and then he's like, he'll do it for five minutes, and then. The thing is, he's like, none of us here are saying that he's not a good player. He's clearly, he's clearly a very, a very talented, he's talented, talented player. Arguably, yeah, one of the most talented players, yeah. strikers Palace have ever had. But yeah. are we getting to a point, or maybe at the end of the season, where we kind of have to hold our hands up and say, okay, this guy just doesn't work at Palace? It has, well, it is. It, it isn't working this season, is it? It's, it's not, not working this season. season at all. It's just really? not, and I, and I think we've all been too nice about him. I think it's interesting as well that in the past last two transfer windows when he's been a Palace player there's been a lot of talk about other clubs coming in for Benteke. Yeah. You know, the last during the summer Chelsea talking about coming in for Benteke. China at one point, wasn't it? It went very quiet. There wasn't mm. there's nobody banging our door down to get Benteke this well, season. And he had a great season last season, yeah, right? Yeah. He had a bad season for Liverpool. Yeah. And then he had two good seasons at Villa. Right? Last season he scored 17 goals, so did Llorente. Mm. So did King. I think it was King of Bournemouth. Yeah. Right? So there are three players in the lower league, uh, the yeah. lower side who who scored those 17 goals. One of them cost 30 million. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's fair point. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, look, shall we, for the last part of this pod, move on to sort Surlot really, really quickly? Um, or have we talked about him? Have we talked about him already? No, I can't, no, I can't remember. No, because we went back to talk about Chungi, Chungi after you said that. Okay. Um, a, a very impressive debut. Yeah. I thought, mm. you know, considering uh, the sort of game he's asked to come in and play. Yeah. Clearly fit as well. Yeah. Clearly got that energy. Mm. Yeah, well, I think Roy said after the game he played two friendly matches, 45 mm. minutes in two friendly matches, I mean, since he last played in November or December for Midgeland or whatever, however you say it, that. It, I mean, we've said this before, but it might be that after the next three games we go, oh, actually, we got it wrong. That was a brilliant transfer window. <laughs> we've, we've, signed, yeah. we've signed this... this Unknown diamond that nobody else really mm. wanted, so we could we could well be doing that, but you know until we see him do it. Yeah, well, he looked like Enders from. I know he's only one game, but it looked like he got, got quite a lot of the qualities that could work in the Premier League. He's, oh, he's quick yeah. and he's strong, and he seems up for it. I mean, you know, it's it's always frustrating when you say, "Oh, p- players need a bit of time to bed in." It's you know all this sort of stuff, and I I appreciate that. I'm not I'm not that much of a luddite, but at the same time, you you. you you want players to hit the ground running, and he's not necessarily running, but he was jogging. Especially <laughs> well, at this time of the season, we haven't got time. No, we haven't got time. We haven't got time at all. And you know, and I think with the way that Ben, Te- well, you know, going back to the Ben Teke situation, the way he's playing, he's got a great opportunity now to say, right, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock one or two of those in. Yeah. And let's hope he does. You know. Well, Ben Teke said himself that he's been wanting competition. Did he? Yeah. 
said that when we signed Sherlock. He said, "I've been, you know, he said I've been that slightly odd." Yeah, that's a feeble, been, that's a feeble been, excuse. Though, I've, been feeling, he's been playing. I've been feeling quite lonely, and now I want. Oh, yeah. some, I want and how many goals does Sacco score? <laughs> you know, exactly. he wants competition. Yeah, and he goes, will score from yeah. yeah, down up front. Um, just your thoughts, Chasey, on on Sherlock? Then uh, I think it, yeah, got nice he, hair, isn't he? He, he great <laughs> grey haircut. Yeah. Um, yeah. we have like that actually. We have. Kabai didn't Kabai try with some bleached hair last yeah. season yeah. I wasn't against it I wasn't yeah. against it yeah. Yeah. But you know me I drink soy chai latte so I'm not but really against it you're, you're a man whose face peers down at us from every carriage on London Underground <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah true yeah, there, there were a couple of moments <laughs> where, there were a couple of moments when he was playing out wide he got the ball and he would try and dig in across high yeah. up leave it hang, hang there and I don't think we've had that you know sometimes we don't get that with Wilf yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for the Evans came we were putting crosses in deeper and that's why Ben Taker was getting the chances and again, so I think that that's, that's a, lot of the, a lot of those type of crosses where Harry Kane feeds off. Mm. Deeper, put in, not having to get to the byline. So, like his goal against Arsenal. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so there, there, is, there is that as a chance. I think that's what Palace is going to have to do mm. is start throwing the balls much deeper into Benteke with, without Wilf. Yeah. Good, okay. Um, let's end part one there. In part two, we've got lots of questions from our listeners. So, Johnson, a bit. Back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Hey. Um, Pod two forty six sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector weather. Okay. Okay. Came out like a sort of horse racing commentator. And uh, JCIS, global research and brand consultant from South London. Visit JC. Who's going to do it? Uh, hyphen is.com. I will. Hey, hey. There we go. Probably should have prepped that. Um, are you ready for some questions? Always. Always. Yeah. Good. Born ready. The first question is from. <laughs> Can you, actually, can you guess who it's from? Uh, is it from Angry uh, Panda Hands? <laughs> Panda Hands 101, yeah. <laughs> Panda Hands has sent us about 100 questions, so I thought I might as well just get them out of the way. Uh, early doors. And this question says, uh, bearing in mind this week was Valentine's Day, mm. oh. which current or past Palace players would you send an anonymous Valentine to? I think we all know the answer. In, the, in my case, it's Jerry Murphy. Yeah. I'm going to take them as red. My wife bought herself a saw and a hammer as a Valentine's Day treat. What's the punchline? It's not, oh, because we don't do it? Valentine's Day. She's in the most unromantic. <laughs> she said any money we were going to spend, now she's going to get a new saw and a new hammer with. So Cool. So if I'm not here next week, look under the patio. <laughs> Enders? My, my wife, Jill, prob- probably would say Jeff Thomas because he was oh. blonde-haired, blue-eyed. Yeah. yeah. Prancing around in the middle of the park. Still but looks yeah. amazing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I- I would go for Carlo Nash Ooh. because of his he, the, the song we used to sing him. He's a model and he plays and go yeah. to yeah. craft work. So yeah. <laughs> nice. I think it was the little ones. Looks good when he, stri- he stripped <laughs> off at Wembley, didn't he? As well, did he? Yeah, yeah. stripped down through everything until the crowd accepted pants. <laughs> Good. Well, well Fam- you, family show. He was a model, wasn't he? He was actually a model. Yeah, I think he was, was a catalog you? model. Yeah, it wasn't a uh, Calvert, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> When he said model, I think Culver. I can't remember being a model. <laughs> but I got the wrong car. Oh, uh, I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to go. I have to explain catalogue model to our listeners. Who'd <laughs> <laughs> well. uh, you go for? Johan Kabay, surely. Oh, oh, for a current he's one, gorgeous, isn't he? He is gorgeous. He's got yeah, good hair as well. You, you've got to think about hair. It's important to me. Uh, no, but I should be. <laughs> um, 
okay, there are more questions from Panda Arms 101, but... Um, I think it's a good question, Panda, actually. It's a good it's, question. Yeah, yeah it's nice let's, to leave get... it, let's leave it there for Panda. Yeah. Nice to get themed questions. Yeah. Uh, okay, the next question comes from... Sun A. Hi. The Hi, only son. reason I did a size because it's quite long. Is it, do you want me to do all of them or no? Up to just you. do whatever you want. You're the host. I'm just going to rattle through. Or maybe check beforehand, work it out what you're going to yeah, do. Maybe, maybe do a bit of preparation. On, <laughs> You've only got Have six not days to prepare, <laughs> and a long train journey. You keep yep, telling us. Yep, yep. Yeah, it is long. Um, son A says, "Why doesn't Roy use subs? And is this causing issues like muscle fatigue? And is the lady ever going to get a game again?" There's more, actually. I'm not going to go into it. Actually, that's a, the subs question. That's quite a good question. I think. What was the, what was, what was the game recently? We, we noticed he didn't use any subs at home. It's been the, it's, it's been pretty much the last yeah. three or four games now. I mean, four, not four subs. He's made subs because of injuries. Yeah, but, but yes. nothing yeah. tactical. But nothing tactical. Yeah, yeah. tactical. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very actually that's a really good question, and that's the, the follow up about whether that is causing. Maybe, and that's why we've got all these injuries, yeah. short term injuries. Who knows? I don't, I, mean, know, I don't yeah. know whether it, it indicates a lack of confidence in the subs that we have on the bench or but he's no he's, he has done I mean, like the Southampton the Southampton game he changed it quite drastically didn't he both the yeah, the formation so. and the subs bringing yeah he, yeah but it's not he, he tends to try and let the players have caused the problems sort of but problems, there is but. something interesting if you looked at the bench uh, against Everton with 3-1 down 10 minutes to go you could have brought on Racky or you know as a means of the, see, or yeah, you yeah. already had Riedervolt on the bench yeah. yeah, you know and we know he can play right so yeah. it it isn't like so is he making a statement is well, this, that's, is, actually, I mean, that's kind of what I thought. Is there an the elephant in the room kind of thing well, here you're right not, I mean, you're interesting. not going to bring Wan-Bissaka on unless you freed him up no, obviously. Yeah, the the Riedemann thing starting to annoy me a little bit because every time I've seen him play, he looks like a decent player. Yeah. yeah. And he's clearly not... He's always his, yeah, I mean, he just isn't in favour, is he, really? For whatever I think, reason. I mean, you know, and managers work in their own certain ways, but in my mind, once you're 3-1 down at Everton, you might as well change something. But in Roy's mind, he might have thought, well, we're 3-1 down, we're not going to get anything, so why do I want to risk people? Like, I can see both sides of it, but I kind of think... I, I kind of think it helps you with the fans as well. If you If you... Chuck on Rakip, or you, make, you do make a change, it makes you look a bit more sort of proactive rather than just sort of standing there and doing nothing. Well, it, it does, but then I suppose if you're thinking about goal difference as well, and then the last thing you want for a player is Rakip to yeah. come on, and then we we score, they score two more goals, and then it looks like it's his fault, and then he never plays again. You know, there's, so yeah. I think we have to trust the fact that he probably knows what he's doing. Yeah, obviously. But that's the caveat with every question here yeah. and everything. So we, we, we know yeah. that, you know. Yeah. We, we're but just... it is a good question. I mean, in terms of the fitness and, and injuries, that is a good question because the intensity that yeah. every Premier League game is played. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, injuries, I mean, under Pardew, I think we had quite a few injuries at one point, didn't we? And we were all speculating the, mm. what was going on on the training ground. Yes, when we we was, but that, yeah. Surely sometimes it's just bad luck. Yeah. Yes. But, but we could speculate. Yeah, or, or as in Punchin's case attempting to hurt somebody else um, which I suppose is bad luck in a way isn't yeah. it I think that's my favourite my favourite part of the New Year's Day or New Year's Eve was when the when we were talking about that tackle after the game and drink had been taken you just went welcome to South London <laughs> <laughs> I had to text my mate that, yeah, he was a man. He said, it was absolute disgrace. And I said, welcome to South London. <laughs> um, okay, so the next question is from Kabai Loves Hugs. 
Oh, that's, that's you, nice. isn't it? Oh, you got all red. Yeah, he I says, um, he says, what do you think about the squad not going away for warm weather training this break? It seemed to work for us last year. We went on to win versus Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool. Is that, is it that we have too many injured players that we have to leave behind? Oh, that's it. Well, Wolf's, <laughs> Wolf's gone to Dubai, hasn't he, for... For recuperating, no, whatever you call it. I, I think holiday. I'd like to think is that Hodgson's working with them here. Yeah, it did work, though, didn't it? Last season, it, it was a thing that Sam had done a, a lot of times at clubs. But it, it I, think it's, I think it was probably more for Sam. Yeah. I think he probably likes a bit of sunshine. It's, it's, you, can't, you can't deny it. Well. I mean, Big Sam did a he did a good sell because he brought in the whole science about why he does it, yeah. and yeah. you know, and, yeah, and yeah. how important sun is, and it's yeah. so. On the one hand, it is quite surprising. I mean, on the other hand, West Bromwich Albion players are complaining that they are going away. Yeah. You know, oh, are so they? Apparently, yeah. 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 Why so. would you complain about going away in somewhere sunny in February? Well, because they've got families and children. And yeah. Mm. Yeah, fair point. Yeah. Yeah. On that theme... <laughs> and they like the West Midlands. Yeah. In the winter. Yeah. It's a nice place. Yeah. Mm, you lost me. Um, on that theme, Tim Nick... Hi, Tim. Oh, Nick. Hi, Tim. Says, hi, Tim. You all have the same knee injury as Wilf. Okay. Fair enough, he's getting back to health in sunny UAE, but mm. where would the other podders send you to recuperate and why? Send it ourselves. Sounds, sounds like, ourselves. yeah. Well, sounds sounds like we've all got a knee injury, so where are we oh, going so to recuperate? Well, so where would, we, where would I want to go, yeah. or where would I send you? Well, I think it's the second, the second one, it sounds like, yeah. Oh, well, Enders can't go to Dubai, with, not with his complexion. No, no. <laughs> not with the spun gold hair. I'd, I'd, I'd probably go Centre somewhere Parks. like... Yeah, you know my views oh, on the Centre, Centre Parks. <laughs> Centre Parks in Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I'd go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> Oh, can I go there with you? Yeah, of course you can, mate. Because you know my views on sun, so I want... I've got I'm, a nice um, what your log view? cabin. Oh, hang on, I'm not going to ask you because you're going to you know, have a go at me. You don't listen to anything I say off there, do you? What? He doesn't like the summer. I don't like the summer or the sun or heat. Okay, so I didn't realise it was linked to the... Well, you didn't, didn't realise it was linked to climate. No, no. Why, everyone loves the sun, that's ridiculous. No, they don't. They don't do no, they? they don't. Not everybody loves the sun. Eskimos. Can you back me up, JC? Uh, I was born in... I was born in the sun, so I kind of naturally do yeah, love it. Yeah, but the Irish part of him hates the sun like me. <laughs> no, and that's, well, that's why I might, if I had any injury, I'd go to my favourite pub in the west of Ireland. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, so that's where yeah. I'd go, and hopefully it's at the bottom of Crow Patrick, and there'll be right. some spiritual element that would probably nurture my knee with Guinness. Ah, oh, but then... Perfect. To, then, see, yeah, but then, as a thanks to God for mending your knee, you'd have to... Climb all the way up Crowpatrick on your knees with a Brighton top on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, for those, it's it's a it's a place of pilgrimage in the west of Ireland for Catholics, and you're supposed okay. to you're supposed yeah. to crawl up it on your knees. To, so, but is it, in a way, that's not a good place, John. I went up in my Reebok. I went up in my Reebok classics. Of so you can take the boy out of Croydon. Um, Where would you go, Jed? Well, you, you got to send me there. Where would we send you? Oh. Yeah. Coventry. Oh. It's not really nice. oh, no. Where would we send you? Somewhere sunny. I do. I like the sun. Somewhere sunny. Yeah. yeah. I don't, but I, I also like half Irish. Napoli. So I'm happily going to Napoli. 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 I don't think you like Marseille. Marseille. I don't think you like Dubai. It's a bit sinister. You wouldn't like Dubai. There's, there's a lot going on that you wouldn't really. But Naples, you know, because he looks like a. Yeah. He looks, looks like it could be. I could a, be Italian, couldn't I? Yeah, you, you could definitely. Yeah. Caravaggio. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Spain, so I got. Yeah. He does look like a Caravaggio. Well, they were here. What's that? Hello. He's an artist. Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, he goes to private school. Um, no, he's no, 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 not very good. Other schools are brutal, deranged man, but he 
who was a genius artist, but yeah. he painted well, a we lot. All are. You look like you would be somebody, you'd probably be the head of John the Baptist in a Caravaggio painting. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that a compliment? I don't know what no, that is. Was that? No, look it up later. Ask her jeans after the pod. But yeah. you do look, you could, you'd fit well in Marseille or Naples, that's a good Marseille, chart. Yeah. Yeah. Been to, uh, yeah, yeah, Mistral. Marseille. Yeah, Marseille, yeah. South France, isn't it? Do you want to see? Yeah. Very South France. Very South. Yeah. yeah. Well, I went to Incredible I went place. to Nice last year. That was that was nice. Oh, that was nice. Of course, you went to oh, Nice. Literally, yeah, it was good. Marseille, a bit too real for you, I imagine. Is it? Marseille is different. In what way? Marseille's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Frontline, yeah. Well, mate. We'll I, talk I, I about it after the pod. I lived in Streatham for two years, so it'd be fine. You lived in Streatham too. It's harder than front line, mate. Oh, yeah, mate. Nice little St. Reefums. There's no Morleys in Marseille. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not, not anymore. Uh, the next question is from Mike Scott. Hi, Mike Scott. Not he the says, same one from the Waterboys. No. Oh. I don't know. What, what is they that? No, so we, say that we say that joke every week. Oh, okay. So yeah. it shows I want you to listen. <laughs> yeah. Worry, I've, I'm starting to think that I really actually don't listen. Um... Do you think Jordan Much's hair transplant will give him a Samson-style strength and he'll find his way back into the first you team shortly? You are a commission, aren't you? No, you seriously, are. I'm not. Honestly, 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 I'm not. How many more times are you going to mention it? Honestly, it's just coincidence. I'm going to start defacing your adverts on the tube. <laughs> you won't be the first. Um, <laughs> other, <laughs> thoughts other, on Much's hair transplant? Other hair replacement transplant are, are available. I assume so, yeah. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know, obviously. They are, but they can't afford to advertise. So is that why he's been out injured? Because he's having a hair transplant? Possibly. Is, have you seen the pictures? It no. is impressive. Is it? It is genuinely very impressive. Has, has Townsend had one? Apparently they've been to the same place. Really? Yeah. Because Townsend looks wrong. No, it, he looks great. Yeah. No, it looks... It, it looks it, <laughs> ka-ching. It looks like Paul Williams or something. That's, that's wrong. Well, you never know. Maybe that will give Jordan much the confidence he needs, and maybe he feels like a new man now. Maybe. So, would, maybe. You, would you play much over MacArthur then, number ten? No, no. Christ, no, I don't care what his hair is like. You'd have to, you'd have to really. You have a bad Jimmy Jimmy ponytail. Yeah. Still wouldn't play. No. MacArthur's he's frustrating this season. MacArthur because he has, he has half an hour in every game where he looks like he's back well, to his well, yeah. back to his old self, and then he just. Again, that might be a fitness issue or a stamina issue. Yeah, know, he is 31 now, is he? 30, 31 years? That's not old anymore. I mean, 20 years ago, that was... <laughs> Thanks, man. That was old 20 years ago in terms of... Yeah, not anymore. It's not, yeah. it's not anymore. It's just that we haven't got the legs around him, which is why, you, again, I get frustrated that Riedeville's not in there. It's something, you know, 21, 22 year old. It's, like, it's, it's fine when one of them is 31 or 32, but, but when, not when, when two, two of them are. Because yeah. Milivojevic is not that mobile anyway. It's just uh, we, And I know Rakic's meant to be a box-to-box... Player, yeah, but we do, we do lack that sort of player. We do well, lack Lu- that. Lu- Luca's our most creative player, I think, in yeah. the middle of the park, and that's. Mm. Uh, then you have to question, well, where's Kabai in this? I know. Yeah. that's my frustration. Again, I think Kabai is. We've is, had that. For, we've had that question for, for yeah. a few months now, haven't we? Really? I think Kabai is. You know, we, we had him three years, which I didn't think we. I think we'd get one year out of him when, yeah. he, when he signed, and I think his the three years is probably the right amount of time for him. I can't see him being around next season. Um, we have had a question from. Kevin O'Brien. Oh, hi, Kevin. He says, what's happened to Yak? Why is he not featuring on the bench? Um, I'd imagine because he's not fit. Yeah, I would have thought so, yeah. 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 I mean, again, we Can't don't... think of any other reason. We don't coach the team. But um, that's what I'd imagine. trying, eh? Um, we've had some questions about pancakes. Of course, because mm. it was yeah, show Tuesday. it was show Tuesday this week. Uh, they're, they're all from Panda Arms 101. Of course. Uh, I completely forgot about Pancake Day. Personally, I prefer those thick Japanese ones. Oh, not what, Pancake Day. What are the pod's favourite pancake <laughs> ac- ac- accoutrements? Oh, sure that's the word. Sugar lemon. and lemon. Lemon, lemon and sugar. Simple as that. What's the thick Japanese pancakes? Are they, are they th- it sounds like a band. <laughs> it does sound like a band that John Peel had played in <laughs> <Yeah>. 1982. 
Are they a th- is that a thing? They just no, put no, out no, savoury single. It's really good B side. Savoury as well. No, I think you ruin a pancake if you anything other than mm. lemon and. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Kevin. I think I agree. we've had this discussion in the past. I think we yeah. have it every show a, Tuesday. We've had yeah. it for the last seven a, years. A, a, occasionally, there is there is a little bit of a swerve ball on the pancake when you've got the sugar and lemon. And my father used to do it. He was a mayo man, and it would be a drizzle of whiskey. Oh. Nice. And you can actually flame it. Yeah, well. see a lot of people are going to be confused. Nice. There, so you mean, mayo man, you mean you put mayo? It's from mayo. Put whiskey on a lot and, and then flame, flame it. it. Yeah. Oh wow, that and sounds then good. Browns, browns the sugar. Oh. Yeah. That does sound good. That's special. I used to have it when I was about six. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that explains a lot then. <laughs> I get a bit nervous about flaming. I'm a good cop when it comes to like lighting up. Flambe, so I, I'd get nervous. We'll have a lot of whiskey before you do it. I presume as a mayo man, we're talking Irish whiskey. Of course, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Natch. Um, we have the, the pancake every. Around, in fact, it's around about pancake day. I get the wobble, so maybe the, maybe it's too much sugar on the pancake. Yeah. Did you have pancakes on Tuesday? Yeah, Ali insists. She, she Ali insists. You, you obviously don't. Yeah, <laughs> listen to him. Yeah, it's all Ali's fault. She's a pancake machine. Well, Is there she? was a couple of times we've had him on the pod one. Uh, but oh, yeah, we, 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 we did have them here once, uh, time, yeah, didn't we? Did we? Yes, we did. I, I remember them having them God, here. Do you take any notice of anything that happened? We once had, no, we once had pancakes. We came yeah. here. It was pancake day, and we had yeah. It's, Ali, pan- Ali, Ali. it's a tradition. Pancake day is around the same day of the season. We go, why the bloody hell are we in this situation again? Which is the day before Lent, so maybe. It's a kind of, yeah, you yeah, know, we're supposed I've, to beat ourselves up I forgot, and yeah. ask for Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I forgot Lent started again. What are you giving up? No, I haven't. I forgot. And I've, <laughs> Forgotten. I convinced myself that the rule, the Bible says if you if you don't start on the first day, you can't go back to start yeah, again. Yeah, so I think you it missed does. it. I always give up to pancakes. Very, very good. Are you well, giving up? Yeah, I've, I've, I've given up going to church for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on, on, 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going quite well. You stuck it, to it as well for 40 years. That's really good. It's good. <laughs> is there anything that. Yeah, the other reason I'm, I'm worried about giving up alcohol for Lent is that a mate of mine gave up alcohol for Lent last year and he hasn't gone back on it. Wow. Who would, I wouldn't want to take that risk. No. <laughs> I would want to also, take that risk. I didn't, I didn't drink all last week, and two or three people complained about the fact I sounded sober on the pod. Did they? Yes, I did. No. <laughs> Who? I can't remember. <laughs> is there any, on, on, on the theme of giving up stuff, is there anything that Palace fans should give up for Lent? Give up moaning. <laughs> no, it's nah. part of the fun, isn't it? <laughs> you can't give up moaning. Give up the world, the world, give up the world mood swings. No, that's part of the no. fun. <laughs> <laughs> or is there anything any Palace players should give up for Lent? Haircuts, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. You mean silly hair, fancy hair? There was a really good thing on the stupid, on BBC actually. Stupid coloured boots as well. A documentary on Zaha's. Uh, oh, I saw that. That was good. Barber and Sacco's barber as really? well. Yeah, it was really good actually. Where was that? Thornton. It was. It's a short little documentary on oh, BBC fun. website, yeah. and it's got Zaha there talking about the importance of having a barber and <laughs> and Sacco talking about it being culturally really important for him, but. You know, kind of going there. Although the barber goes to their houses now as well, but sometimes cool, yeah, yeah. it was it was it was amazing. Actually, it was it was really um, re- re- kind of special. It was very sensitively done, and Sahar was in a natural environment and talking about how important it is. And yeah. the barber's a great guy, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really kind of charismatic. But um, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, worth a watch. I think it's a play at the National Theatre, which I think it's called A Hundred Voices, which is set in a Afro Caribbean barbershop. Okay, with the the playwright interviewed a hundred people who use it just oh, wow. wove their stories into 
Very good. On the theme of fans, uh, Seki Monkey Face. Nice mm. A little face. <laughs> um, says, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, explain how fans can be quote fake or quote plastic and follow Palace. Is it wrong to have expectations, ones that Parish have encouraged us to have, or do I have to wait for us to go down and to be judged as a true fan? Oh, that's a, that's a that's big so question. Many levels this question. <laughs> yeah. I need Quite to lie question. down after just listening to it. John's a philosopher, so yeah, come on, John. <laughs> Well, from a personal experience, if I find someone anywhere in the world who says that they support Crystal Palace, I embrace them. Mm. And if they said they support Man U, I'd probably want to punch them. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a kind of, there is that special thing. I, I, it'd be quite hard to think about plastic Palace fans. I've never actually thought about the notion of a Palace fan being plastic. I, I, met, this guy, I, met, this, sorry, I met this guy last season. I was doing some work and he's a top, city lawyer and he's an American guy and they moved over to this country 15 years ago under when Jordan was around or whatever decided to go and see Palace and then they got promoted and they got and he goes to every home and away game wow. this bloke wow. is minted and he goes home and away wow. to all the games obsessed and that's yeah, I don't, you know, special I don't think we've been we've had enough continued success to have attracted no. a, a glory hunting no. band of which is basically what plastic is, isn't it? Yeah, essentially. I, 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 we haven't got the problems like they have at the Emirates. We need to, you know, there's a lot of older Arsenal fans who complain bitterly about the people who have only come since they're at the Emirates who have known nothing but comparative success. But also, to be fair to a lot of... So I'm like, I'm like Johnny, your natural instinct is you meet a Man City or a Man United fan and you, you know, oh Christ. But when, you, but when you find out, you ask them why, nine times out of ten there's a family there's link or there's a story. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, or people are, they know they're not going to admit in front of me that oh, so they win things, isn't it? There's, What's there's interesting, there's you can, op- you can often tell how old somebody is by what football team they support. Right. I remember meeting a couple of people a few years ago, and they were um, from London, but they were both Newcastle fans. And you worked out that they were around the age of six or seven is when Newcastle had that very exciting team. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they almost won the league. Think, so kids of five or six years old, who maybe whose parents are not into football, mm. I think this is what you often get. Yeah. Whose parents are not into it and, and they just get into it. And whatever team is big at the moment, I imagine in about 15 years' time or 10 years' time, there'll be a lot of, sort of Manchester City, City fans. But at least they've stuck, they stuck with it. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got yeah. a mate. They could have left Newcastle. I've got a mate from yeah. Gloucester. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I've got yeah. a mate from Gloucester who goes to every Leeds game home and away because wow. he grew up up in the in the seventies when they were that all conquering mm. invincible team and his dad loved them so he started watching them and yeah but he supports the all conquering well, invincible team that never won the European Cup well yeah yeah but, he, but it, it'd be yeah. hard to be a, a Palace fan and be a glory hunter because these are our glory days and our glory days are just avoiding relegation no, <laughs> and getting to FA Cup finals but again when you talk to Palace fans it's it's, it's brilliant to find out why they're a Palace fan yeah yeah and there's quite a few people in the Porsons Arms. Uh, you can say it's quite a few people in Porsche's arms who travelled from fair distances just to be yeah. at the game every, every but Saturday yeah. the, th- the thing is I don't I think Premiership football is not about glory hunting anymore anyway it, it, a lot of the if you look at it from a branding perspective if you look at the east coast of America people who want to embrace the Premiership aren't going to necessarily go for the big teams mm. so Palace with their kind of school of hard knocks yeah, underdog yeah. fighter yeah. that really appeals to the Brooklyn massive the, the, right yeah, 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 yeah. in America where the right. underdog yeah. story is yeah. a and Arsenal, Arsenal's narrative. a big one on the east coast because it's artisan it's yeah, you know yeah. it's Nick 
what his name, no, Nick, what his name is, Horn, Horn, you know, oh, yeah, Nick, Horn, Horn, who's got, you know, and that, that defined in a way what the Arsenal fan mm. was, you know, so it was very appealing to the kind of middle classes. Also, of, got another yeah. mate who talks about, you can tell the difference between yeah, new Chelsea fans, a new Chelsea fan who just thought they go Chelsea, an older Chelsea fan who go Chelsea. It makes it just hard. He doesn't know which of them to hate more. Chelsea, it's not Chelsea anymore. Chelsea, Chelsea. Okay, I can't afford to get in. You've got there's eight of you in here, mate. What do you mean you can't afford? They yeah. priced us out. It's you and seven mates with season tickets. <laughs> they haven't priced everybody out, have they? They priced us out. We're going to go and play golf instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, not at Palace, is there? Older fans at Palace don't say anything different to younger fans, do they? No. What in terms of what Palace? Chris, yeah. Yeah, really Chris. old Palace fans call it Chris. Chris, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going around, Chris. Glaciers. <laughs> it's an um, interesting question, though. It's an interesting question, yeah, but it's, yeah. I think it's one that re- relates more to other clubs than to us. I think it was a good time that we had JC on to answer it as well. That's true. That's but, I mean, you t- the amount of Man City fans you talk to or interview in the past, and you ask them their favourite game, they'll nearly always go beating Gillingham in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Always, true. They'll yeah. always that's say true. that. And there's still, for older Man City fans, there's almost an element of... Regret, you know, not yeah. regret because, of course, they're loving it, but yeah. I think that's why people don't resent Man City as much as they would that's Man United. That's true. I, 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 I know Man City fans, yeah. Yeah. Well. I know a lot of Man City yeah. fans, yeah. and they're all yeah. they've all been going for, for, yeah, for yeah. like 40 years, you yeah. know. Yeah. And that's the day that they always say is the yeah, they, they, see them, they see themselves as the team of Manchester, yeah, of the city. Mm. And actually, yeah. the owners have done a lot of work they've, on that. Well, they're because they're from Manchester, they're not from Salford, yeah, but the owners who Billion billionaires have actually tapped into that a lot yeah, and yeah. have tried to make this big, big global brand, but based yeah. on that type of in the same way that we have with the South London and Vrouw. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also, to be for Man City's owners have got a, I think it's a word I don't like using, but I can't think of another way to describe it. They've got a very well developed sense of corporate responsibility in terms of what they do for the local community and mm-hmm. what they do, and but in particular for the for in the the area around Man City rather yeah. than yeah. Salford and yeah, you know, yeah. Which is what any, any, all clubs should be doing that, regardless well, of, of size. No, or whatever. But I, I yeah. imagine most most clubs do, don't they? Yeah. To an extent, it's just about how far you do it. I mean, I assume so. Yeah. And also, you don't you don't often hear about it because it's not your club. Yeah. You don't yeah, hear yeah, about yeah. the little. You know, there are certain things that every club has to do because of the Premier League parameters. Yeah, there are certain things that everyone, a certain amount, yes. everyone has to yeah, invest in yeah. in local community projects. Blah blah blah. But Man City, because they can afford to, but they've they've gone way beyond that. And, mm. They're very aware of the issues in their community. So. Okay, um, I look forward to uh, buying a Man City season ticket next year with you, Kev. And getting half and half scarf. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Looking forward to that. Uh, final few questions. This one is from JH19. Hi, JH. Hi, H. Says Diego Cavalieri. Good transfer or bad? Is this the keeper we've been linked with? Well, one off. Yeah, the, the, um, Argentinian. Argentinian. No, Argentinian. 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 I, to me, I. I this is where we need Ed Mellion. So I don't. I'm afraid yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't. See, I grew up in Subutio days, so I know about kits. And yeah. they all they all look the same, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, well? in Subutio days, you didn't learn about the players. And I do know about well, you know Hombeds away kit, but but I don't. To be perfectly honest, I don't know enough about him to. to I, again, <laughs> in terms of policy, we shouldn't be in a situation where we're looking for a, at this time of the season to bring a keeper in on. Yeah. Same with Sami Nasri, that whole nonsense last week when we were apparently on the verge of signing Sami Nasri as a free agent. It's not not right and it's not proper. But I don't know enough about him as a player. He's, he's, he, he's a good goalkeeper and he's on the wrong side of these 35 now. But what we need is someone like that. So he he's had a very good few years with Fluminese in Brazil. And the reason why he's been 
the contract, I think this is the reason why, was because his wages were too high. Right, right. But he was at Liverpool under Roy. Right. So, 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 right. so there's, a, there's a connection there. So he knows his goalkeeping, whether or not, I think he's in London. I think there's negotiations as well, seen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the question is exactly what you're saying, Kev. I mean, it doesn't matter. He is officially a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, fair point. And yeah. do you know what? Officially, if we'd yeah. got a League Two striker in, yeah, I'd have been happy. Yeah, just as a as a means of saying yeah. we uh, we uh, kind of realise we need strikers. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. Point. Um, so we we need a goalkeeper. He's he's not going to be too hopefully touch wood, not too bad. Yeah. Well, shall we make? And that's it? why he does global branding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. From South London. From South London. <laughs> 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 I walked here. <laughs> So, because <laughs> Stephen Rodin, hi Stephen, hi Stephen. said, "Will we have a new goalkeeper this month?" So, do you want to now? It, now he calls the mouth on that one. I, we need. We do. Well, as John says, we do need a new goalkeeper. But will we have one? Who knows? Well, then what happens if? Know. Yeah, we know Gaita's is coming in. Yeah, in the summer. So then suddenly we have got three goalkeepers, which is great. Well, it's, it's great. Fine, yeah, yeah I'll take that. Yeah. But, but also, if you bring in Cavalieri now, are you bringing him in just till the summer? Or Maybe are you keeping him on. I'm going to I'm gonna say yes. Oh. I'm going to say yes as well. Uh, I forgot what the original question was. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no. no. This is, <laughs> seems to be a policy that has worked for JD for 246 points, yeah. <laughs> basically. So. Um, I think that's it for questions. So thanks for everyone for sending a question in. Sorry we couldn't answer them all. Um, in part three, we're going to preview Palace's next game, uh, which is at home to Spurs. So, join us in a bit. Welcome back to the Fire Plan Podcast. Hey. Part 246, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing board you need. Go to Vector Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And JCIS, a global researcher, Rankin's Oddly from South London, with JC. He did. I will. Good. Um, <laughs> he is. Right. Palace got a week off. Yeah. Um, and what are you guys going to do? We haven't. Well, we, we've kind of got two weekends uh, off, really, oh, yeah, haven't we? Because we yeah. we're playing next Monday. Anyone doing anything different on a weekend? This, this or next weekend? Um, no? Not shouting. So. No, Lower <laughs> levels of anxiety. <laughs> no need, yeah. I'm in the Caravaggio mood now, so I might go to the gallery and check out some of them. Yeah. That's nice. That's lovely. Yeah. yeah. You can come as well now. We'll explain to you who he was during well, the break. Well, just, well, I might not, seeing as you just told me off air. You did say what, what sort of person he was like. <laughs> where is Caravaggio? It's just I feel, I've learned quite a lot now, actually, in the last The trouble is, so. you learn a lot every week, but you forget it. That, this is true. I will admit, retain, I'll readily admit that. If yeah. you could retain the information yeah. the same way you retain hair, you'd be a genius. So, very well. But what it is, you concentrate so much on the hair thing that you just... No, I concentrate so much on the pod, no, see, the pod thing. You know what happens? Trying you, to get the pod right. You, you've got that thing, you tilt your head every now and again when you think, don't do that because you can see facts dropping out of your head. You can <laughs> literally you see the hair falling off. But... <laughs> no, we know that's not going to happen, don't we? Not with the level of service you've got. That sounds creepier than it is. Let's move on to uh, Palace playing Spurs. Um, we've got loads of questions, actually, from listeners... Mainly all about the next few games because obviously we've got Spurs, Chelsea, May United. Yeah, yeah. Or May United, Chelsea, I can't remember. The three Spurs hard new Chelsea, yeah, yeah. card games coming up. Harry Hingle, no, oh, yeah. Warry Hingle, oh, Warry. Oh, Warry. says, um, would you be happy with one point for the next three games? No. No, I'd be disappointed with just one point. I'd be, I'd be disappointed with just one point. <laughs> I think they are. I'd, I'd, 
I would rather they the game the the difficult games were spread out for the rest of the season. But I reckon we need ten points to stay up, and I think we will get those ten points. I, I think a realistic ambition would be three points. I mean, you have to you have to remember how well we played against Man City. Tottenham haven't been as brilliant away from home this season. So Chelsea, yeah, they weren't three 0 better than West Brom the other night. And they've lost to Bournemouth at home. Man U lost to Newcastle. Mm. Liverpool lost to Swansea. I mean. You have to trust all that we these could... teams are beatable. Yeah, and this is what we say, you know. And yeah, so we say all... Man City weren't, and we got a point from exactly. You know, yeah, true. Man City, are the ones that we said they're the ones you're not going to, you know, you're not yeah. going to beat. But you know, all the others, they're all beatable. But we've just got to, we have to, we have to play the game that we know we can play, which we haven't been. And playing. I think as well, our home form has improved mm. to the extent that you would expect us to be looking to get at least a draw. I mean, I think Man United and Tottenham were both in a draw, so that's part wasn't. A disastrous result for them. I'll be. I'm going to be intrigued to see what, how Roy approaches the mm. the Tottenham game, and it you know it might be nice if Rochdale were to just kick a few Tottenham players, not not badly, but just a couple of bruises, dead legs. I don't know when Tottenham's second leg of the Juventus game it's, is. It's is not until seventh of March. No, that's a shame. Yeah, because I was just looking at it thinking. Yeah, I know it wouldn't be the same week, but you know, yeah. they might rest some players. Yeah. I, I I I can't see how we're going to get. A point in those three games if Zaha. No, even one playing. point. No, um, we've scored one goal without Zaha in the team, and that was against Everton, and that was a penalty. Yeah. Mm. Um, the idea of us playing Tottenham with Townsend and MacArthur on the wings, um, I, I honestly don't see it. I mean, and especially the likes of Dembele is stepping up now. Yeah, He's looking like know. a world class player. I. I I don't know. I Having just... said that, we played really well against them at the end of last season until Saka went yeah. off. Yeah. Mm. And as you said, this, mm. the, the City game as well is, I, mean, I know Wilf played in that game, but here's an example that we can, well, when not, we're really on yeah, it. Yeah. It's not beyond the realms of possibility that Wilf won't be back in some form for that Tottenham game. Yeah, yeah, really? I don't what, know. For the, I mean, what, for, the, for the Tottenham game? Yeah. He's yeah. certainly going to be back sooner than people initially Maybe, said, yeah. but that so may there was be a, a game. That Everton might be the only game he, he would. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, but we don't want to bring him back if he's no, like no, 85% fit or anything. But we have to, you know, we. it's a cliche, but other players have to. T- that's where you want Benteke to take the responsibility and go, okay, right, if that talisman's not here, I'll become the talisman. Yeah. Or, you know. okay. But I do think as well, I think the fact that they're at home does make a difference. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're at a stage where we have to be at our. Well, I'm not going to say it as an. I accuse you of sounding like Robbie Savage earlier, so I can't say things like we have to be at our very best and hope they have an off night. But. I was playing devil's advocate as well. So but at the same time, it's also it's one of the reasons why you want to be in the Premier League because you want to see these players at yeah at Sellers Park basically. Um, in terms of how we are going to set up, Sama Chima Chimasini. Well, so I apologise I probably got that very wrong um, says how do you think Roy will set up for our next two home games will we sit back park the bus and play not to lose or will we take the game to them John I mean how we can't take the game to them without Zaha <laughs> it's simple I mean this is this is the issue right? we haven't we can't so what we're going to have to do is let them come to us and play deep crosses into mm. Benteke if, we, if we're not playing a winger li- we don't have you know so this, this is the reality this is where we are we've, we we can't attack them we've we've tried that twice against Arsenal and we, we went we tried to go toe to toe with Arsenal we saw what happened yeah we have to adapt the approach the, the, the approach against Man City wasn't completely negative by any means but it was you let them play in front of you and then you're strong and physical Ben, ben Teke has to hold the ball up better than he has been doing the ball's got to stick at his feet 
yeah. other players have got to get closer to him as well. But no I'd strongly suggest we just watch Burnley for the next two weeks mm. as prep because mm. that, that's all we can do. Yeah. Mm. There's no other plan B. Yeah. Is it just mm. the fact that we just, just got to make sure we don't concede a goal? I mean, that's, you know, the next three games. I, mean, I know it's going to be hard. we had been we doing sh- under Roy. Yeah. We were very good at that. Since the new year, we've actually had a few games where mm. it's, it's not been that I think good. That, I don't think three points out of the three games is is impossible. I mean, you'd, any point would be a bonus from those three games, mm. I admit. But what you don't want is for it to concede because our goal difference is already much worse than it has been in the past. You don't want to get you don't want that to be nine worse at the end of it. You don't want players exactly. To, you don't want a confidence shattered. Mm. No, no points, and, yeah, because yeah, there is no guarantee that we can suddenly go. I oh, don't worry, we'll win four out of the last. Seven, yeah, because then the pressure's on to win those games that you should be anyway. But yeah, this time last season, we were panicking. We were having the same panic this time last season, and we picked yeah. up bonus points against Arsenal, Liverpool, and yeah. Chelsea. And, and Swansea have been beating people like Swansea results against Arsenal, Liverpool. We can get, and also if you get a win out of one of those games, I well, guess they're what, all bonus points, aren't yeah. they? I guess what JC's saying though is it's right. We. You know the the one player that can do something in the team is is Wilf, isn't he? Yeah, and and also I do think as well. I think the Everton game. I'm pleased it's not just me. The Everton games obviously hit everybody much. I, if we'd got a point at the Everton game, I think we'd been going into these three games going, no, far we can get. I think that performance mm. and that result has mm. sort of knocked everybody's. Con- We're all having that wobble at the moment. I think to an extent. With the Sw- Swansea mm. also, you know, they in the in the window they bought a striker who pl- yeah, yeah. plays in the Premiership. They've got yeah, a, yeah. they've got a brilliant goalkeeper. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that, no, that, that's the basis. That's where you have to work from. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, final few questions then, and just more on the sort of the bigger picture of the season. Paul, Ep- Paul of Epsom. Hi, Paul. Says, Hi, Paul. I confess, I did my running calculations after the Everton game. Yeah, see, everyone, it, everyone's tired doing it. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. If we beat Brighton, we stay up, and in, and in brackets, and they go down. I don't think that's true. Um, what could be better than having 11 fit players? Well, that's two questions in one there. Oh. Well, 16 or 17 fit yeah, players. Yeah, that'd be better. Be great. 20, 25, well, I was going to say 25, but you know, we've only got 24 players, yeah. so 25 players would be... It, yeah, we've got enough games. West Brom, Brighton, Watford, Bournemouth. Mm. We've got Stoke... There, there there are, there's a lot of games we get points in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think if we beat Brighton, unfortunately, no, I don't think, I don't we'll think send them I've down. I've tried to work that out. I don't no. think there are any circumstances. The, the, the one I've that's given... possible is sending Pardew down last game of the season. Well, see, again, Pardew... <laughs> West Brom are seven points behind us. Hmm. If, we, if we get ten more points, with their goal difference is worse than ours, they would have to win, either win six and draw one or win seven. Yeah. I, can't, I can't see that happening. No. I, I think... I think Stoke are in trouble. Southampton keep losing games, you know, and you, we all know you can't. No one's too good to. There's no. a lot of teams. It's you have to remember there are, there's still nine teams. West Ham are, are in it. There's still nine teams that could go down. That's this this time last year we were one of probably five teams who could go down. This time there's now we're one of nine teams who could go yeah. down. Actually, the point about the Saints there and there's, and there's sorry to interrupt, as, as Streety keeps pointing out when he's not banging on about expected goal. Ratios. That everyone has got to play everyone else, so they can't all. Yeah. Get, they can't all get a lot of points. Yeah. basically. So he's he's not he's quite good at that sort of thing. Yeah, but don't tell him that. Just <laughs> no, the might, point about point about the Saints actually. They, they've got they've got a very they got a deep squad actually. Yeah, but not in the sense of kind of philosophically. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 
but they got they have got a they've got depth and I was speaking to a couple of Saints fans this week and they every, everyone seems to think that the manager has got an app on his phone and he presses pick the team and that no <laughs> no Saints fan understands right. his, what what he's doing so my fear on that is that they will they will sort of get rid of him before the end of the season and get some or even the caretaker in who will just lift the team so Redmond's been on the bench for how long yeah yeah. you know and so there's something not right there the team aren't playing for him well, that, well the odd thing is though it's like the pundit against uh, Liverpool for two thirds of the pitch they play they're very easy on the eye they're quite a bit just they they struggle to score goals as simple as that and you know West Brom I, I actually felt quite sorry for West Brom the first 15 minutes against Chelsea they looked mm. useful but they don't look like a party team. He's inherited big, strong, physical, yeah. aging players, yeah. and as soon as they go a goal down, they're not they're not getting back in the game. So they're they're in big trouble. And we've inherited party players. Well, and we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we're not in, in as much trouble. No. And as Roy himself said, if you when he took the job, if you said to him in yeah. February, you'll be two points clear of relegation, he he's, would have said, "Oh, you were dreaming." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. absolutely right. Free. So, I think Allardyce said as well when Hutchinson got the job, he said Palace will stay up, but it might go to the last yeah. Saturday until they do it. I think when Roy came in, would have taken it going to the last oh, game of the oh, season. Yeah, absolutely. Doing doing well. If you'd said, if you'd said when Roy came in by February, you were going to be thirteenth, fourteenth, yeah. and is only going to need. 10 points covering you'd say yeah You're fine taking right, let's, it go, massively. Go, let's go there now thank yeah. you um, oh well okay on, on the fun the, the run in then Graham Burt hi Graham hi Graham Gray, Graham E. Burt Graham with an E on the end says um, can will the panel ca- Graham E. Burt or Graham with an E on the end no it's Graham G-R-A-H-A-M E yeah it's, 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 a, it's a variant spelling of Graham okay is that, is is that a, the Scottish a, version or something G-R-A-E yeah, no, but this Graham. is an H. And then it's like Graham, Graham. It's Graham-y. also like the surname of the chap who wrote Wind in the Willows, but that's fine. That could be a tribute to him. So anyway, Graham says... <laughs> it's a book. Can, <laughs> can Will the panel <laughs> care to hazard a guess as to how many points we will finish on this season? My reckoning puts, us, my reckoning puts us on 41, with West Brom 29, Stoke 30, and Southampton 31 Wow, going down. That's that's pessimistic on Stoke, and I would forty forty one would be. Yeah, I think thirty seven will keep us up, but I think I think we won't reach forty. But we're on twenty seven now with eleven to go. Yeah, I think forty one would be massive. Forty one would be very good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it would be if if it turned out that West Brom, Stoke, and Southampton went and three reasonably well established Premier League yeah, clubs. Yeah. Yeah, and all the because yeah. that's the trouble with the bigger picture as well. You kind of think I can't see any reason why it's not going to happen again next year, unless there's a what us, uh, yeah, unless there's an over, unless you know we at least we'd be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> be consistent. <laughs> six seasons in the Premier League would be great, but they've been consistently six, inconsistent. Yeah, we we have to start nice. seeing because it we, there's somebody tweeted to us once you can only swirl around a sinkhole so many times. That's true. Before gravity, oh, takes I think you. that might be the name of this week's pod. Yeah, that's until great. gravity. So. We, if we stay up, when we stay up, everyone at the club's got to take a look at the lessons. But we say the, that at the end of every I know season. We do. We do. We but, say, but that's the we frustrating, sit around to this table and say it's it. the frustrating thing. It then, is interesting like, that we do say say something like forty-one points, and we're talking on the basis of our top striker with two goals. Yeah, I mean that. that it's just. Yeah. I mean, if we can do that, yeah. And it let's say let's say he scores on seven goals this season, and we get forty-one points, we re, we're redefining logic. 
we can solve any political conflict <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the world if that's what we can do well no one's ever stayed up after losing seven games redefining logic is like is, is palace's motto that would be great so yeah. sending for palace to, for any, yeah. to sort out yeah. any civil war situation yeah. in the world it is I, true, think yeah. that, I think the one and also mind you we said it's validised I think Hodgson isn't going to go to another club and doesn't strike me as the sort of man who would suddenly be tired of football so I think no. he would there's no reason for him not to stay and that's probably what we need but what you want is for the season to finish him to go to Paris straight away and say I want these these are the four players I want yeah. or the four areas I want strengthening I want them I want them in by the end of June this is what I want from the training you just want because it's not quite something's not right the, the whole Doogie right. Freeman thing whatever he's brought in for hasn't worked unless Serloff and Racky turn out to be yeah yeah so and this and great in the summer turns yeah, out. But, yeah. you know something we have to be we just have to be better at what we do we've got to be more professional than this and there are circumstances you the the, the war thing you couldn't necessarily foresee but and it, if we have another miraculous staying up situation we have to make sure and again but like you say we've how many times we, do we yeah. have to say it basically yeah but I, I mean we've had so many sort of uh close shaves in the last few years and, and you know sort of digging in and, and avoiding relegation but I, given how bad the start was record breakingly bad our injuries this season and our disappointing transfer windows I, th- I think if Roy keeps us up I, th- I think it's the most impressive he's, survival yes, I agree he's, 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 given all those factors he's already said that he's already said it, it possibly be, in his career he's, he said it would be the biggest achievement in his career yeah. keeping Palace up yeah so we've got to bear that in mind. I know we're not in the relegation. We might in, yeah. in the next three games have dropped into it, but whatever yeah. happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's, it'll be pretty spectacular to stay up. It will be, yeah. Not yeah. very enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but, but spectacular. When was football yeah. ever enjoyable? Yeah, they, no. Again, it comes back, that's, that's what we're clinging on to in all this. Uh, yeah. If we do stay up, wouldn't it be great? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's not, we yeah, will stay up. It's not ideal, but... but yeah. wouldn't, just, just wouldn't it be nice to this time next season we'll be going, if we do get in the... Europa League wouldn't that yeah. be great? Yeah, just mm. yeah. just what Burnley fans are saying. I'd like, you know, Burnley fans are doing a pod now, going, "Well, it's a shame it's fallen away a little bit, but you know, great, wasn't it? First part <laughs> yeah. of the season." But they're saying that because yeah. they're saying that last season as well it fell yeah. away when well, they had the points. But you know, their record, it's, it's, I mean, their, their, their record is terrible. I mean, if you if you were looking at Sean Dyche now, you'd be going, "We definitely now want Sean Dyche as a yeah. as a manager." Uh, well, that's a discussion for another podcast because this yeah. podcast has come to an end. What are we going to call this? We're going to call it. You I'm can only you can only swirl around the sinkhole so many times. Or what was the one you said at the end? Pa- Palace defying logic since yeah, 1905. That, that should be another. I think they're both George Formby songs, aren't they? <laughs> Palace <laughs> defying logic yeah, since swirling, 1905. Swirling down the sinkhole and defying logic. He was a singer in the third. I know who that is. He had a banjo or something, I don't know. Ukulele. Ukulele. Anyway, it's not Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, thanks for being here. James Edney Cook. I will. <laughs> and, uh, oh, nice. And JCIS. About time. He will. <laughs> thanks for listening. We were with you after the Spurs game. Um, so look out for that. And that's it. Bye. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. 
Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sports Social Podcast Network.